0: This is Bulls Beat on Bulls
1: Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Hello and welcome to the Friday version of the show. It was a winning Wednesday for basketball. It was an over two Thursday for softball, but yeah, they played two pretty good teams. We'll give you the highlights. We'll also tell you about a loaded weekend. Not just with both basketball teams going back at it on Saturday, including the men with another big opportunity before what's maybe going to be another sellout crowd at the Yingling Center. They prevailed before a lot less than a sellout crowd in San Antonio on Wednesday night. A different kind of comeback victory that was not a huge margin, just what felt like a huge margin and what felt like it was going to be a big time deflator of a loss did not turn out that way. In fact, you'll hear plenty of that turnaround along with Amir Abdurrahim and a callback to something that Alex Golish said against Alabama. Trust me, it's worth revisiting. The women's basketball team had a phenomenal win that you'll hear highlights of in our second block and can they carry it over? We'll be in Tulsa on Sunday to see if they can. Just three games left in the regular season for the women and only four games left for the men. We're just getting started with baseball and the weather going to have an impact on weekend, too, already. The rain expected tonight has moved today's game up against Maris to a 1 o'clock start. Yours truly will be at the baseball stadium. We're not sure who's going to be on the microphone on Saturday. We'll explain our weekend programming. It's uh, something that when you have baseball, softball, both basketball teams all going on, it's kind of difficult to get everybody lined up. But if it's not what we normally have on a Saturday, we'll definitely have something for you. But, yeah, it'll be a little different. Last night was really entertaining. Again, with softball, we'll give you those highlights in our second block. Even though the Bulls didn't win, they had some highlights. And we'll actually play a highlight from the other team. You'll understand why when you hear it. Track and field. Gunning for a championship this weekend? We'll explain. The conference meet to wrap up the indoor season is today. Doesn't wrap up the indoor season. There's still NCAAs and whatnot that the Bulls expect to be in. We'll also have some tennis and golf to tell you about as well. So, yeah, men's basketball. We were leaving the game in Greenville, and again, this is something that a little behind the scenes. Uh, women's basketball team is definitely all about watching the guys when they play, and when we, well, lifted off, it did not feel good. The Bulls were down five points against last place UTSA, and you can't help but think all of the bad thoughts. A big win against FAU that we hyped and hyped and hyped and featured a lot on the program Bullseye, rightfully so, and everybody's talking about the Bulls, and here you go against the last place Roadrunners, and you are about to lose. Couldn't hit a three-point shot, just four for 23. UTSA, which is a solid rebounding team, was really dominating the glass against the Bulls. 13 offensive rebounds, 30 rebounds total in the second half for UTSA, and it was just one of those things where they would miss, they'd get the ball. Bulls were three for 12 on threes, couldn't score like they're used to. That's how it ended. The first half, will give you a few highlights. It felt like it was gonna be an easy stroll through San Antonio.
2: Holloman launches a three that's too strong into the hands of Jaden Reed. Here he comes, one on one. He's gonna go around Ivy Curry, layup is good. Jaden Reed was in attack mode.
3: Reed stabilizes the Bulls, the Bulls lead at 14-12. Here's Reed
2: fighting through a screen and he took the ball away from Ivy Curry. He's gonna throw a lob to Pryor, who tried to dunk it in, couldn't go, and then Kobe Knox comes flying in there and he gets the putback. Wow.
3: Wow! Talk about high-flying basketball.
2: Bulls almost get a steal. Now here's Holloman going to the basket. Throws up a left-handed layup that misses. He was falling away from the hoop. Rebounded by USF. Outlet to Pryor. He goes in for a one-handed dunk. And the Bulls have a six-point lead. Boy, the Bulls are turning up the defense.
1: And 28-18 would be the score after a Kobe Knox three-point shot. No problem. Except, uh, yeah, definitely was a problem. Because the Bulls started turning it over. And missing free throws. I mean, a lot of turnovers. And UTSA hit a trio of threes. Remember, they're the best in the conference at making threes. And it's a one-point game at halftime. And the Bulls just could not get anything to drop. They had a stint. It's more than a stint. It was, again, a one-point game at the break. They missed their first five shots coming out. They would miss five in a row later. They would follow that up with a six miss in a row. Situation, a string in the game where they went three for 19 and found themselves in trouble. This will give you a good glimpse as to how things sounded.
3: The Bulls just need to find a way to get the ball in the basket. 11-10 to go. USF really fighting it here today. They're
2: one for their last eight.
1: Listen to this sequence when you thought the Bulls were going to create a little bit of a gap.
2: Tucker can't shake free from Reed. He got the steal. He throws the lead pass to Chris Youngblood, who tries to dunk it and got it blocked from behind. Pryor got the rebound. It's loose off of a foot and it's UTSA ball. That has been this game in a microcosm right there. Three on the left wing, that's good, by Ivy Curry. He has been quiet today. And that puts UTSA in the lead. and Pryor fires a pass to Chris Youngblood, who is three feet away, and right off of his hands and into the hands of UTSA. Here's Ivy Curry. He puts it on the floor, gets in the paint, shuffles it over
3: to Lingard. He got fouled in it and it fell in the basket. It slipped out of his hands Oh my and it still went in the basket.
2: Finds Celton Miguel. He's wide open. Didn't pull the trigger on the three. Instead, he's going to step back and shoot a contested three that misses. Long rebound UTSA. Boy, he was wide open and didn't take it. Lingard with a jumper from straight on and he banks it in from the free throw line. What isn't going UTSA's way right now? They lead by five.
1: See enough basketball, and you know when things just aren't going your way, it's just not your night. And Joey Johnson says it perfectly here in this preamble, where he talks about the, is direness the word, direty, uh, of the situation from the Bulls NCAA tournament hopes, non-winning-the-conference tournament NCAA tournament hopes, to how what he says, which is just play four good minutes of basketball, actually unfolded in San Antonio. And you'll hear it. Small things starting to fall their way. This is about a five-minute chunk. And again, it seems so dire at many points during this chunk, but you'll hear it. UTSA helped out, and it's just one of those years for both teams. And you're happy in both cases. Here's how Jim Lighthall and Joey Johnston called it on Bulls Unlimited.
3: Serious about an at-large bid. You cannot lose uh, on the road against 285. You just can't do it. All that being said, four minutes to go in the game, and USF has been in far worse situations. If they can find a way to just play four good minutes, they can still come back and win this game. But they've got to change the way they played all night. Roadrunners with a five-point lead in the ball. Three and a half minutes to go. Isaiah Wyatt, crossover dribble,
2: and he was falling down. Gets it to Cutrell. His layup rolls off. Got the offensive rebound. Lost it.
3: Out of bounds, last touch by the Bulls. Or last touch by UTSA. It it was touched by a player who was standing out of bounds, so the Bulls got a little break there. Cason Pryor goes through the line. Nine points today, back rim, side rim, and in. Wow. Wow.
2: Tucker trying to shake free from Reed. He goes down, Trip. threw it out of bounds. No call, and boy did Tucker want to call there, but I think he got over the tips of his skis a little bit there. Shot clock at 15. Selton's got cue control on him. Steps back. Launches a three. Off the front rim. Long rebound. And it's controlled by UTSA with 2.10 to go. Well, that was dead on just short by Selton Miguel. Down three with two minutes to play. Kaysen staying in front of him. Tucker drives in. Throws up a runner. Oh. Blocked by Kaysen Pryor and out of bounds with five on the shot clock. Still looking. Still looking. Throws a lob too high. And it's tipped by USF into the hands of Selton Miguel. He's on a run out. He's going to get the layup to go. And it's a one-point game with 100 seconds to go. And there's a timeout no. by USF. <laughs> now look at the turnovers for the two teams. I mentioned in the first meeting there was 12
3: combined. Today there's 33. Yeah. Just goes to show you. You don't know what you you're gonna get. Yeah. The more you think you know yep. this game, yep. you, you don't. The Bulls have a
2: 1-3-1 defense here coming out of the timeout. Yep, with Tucker. Brandon, had it ripped yeah, out of his hands right away. They lob it to Jaden Reed and he gets a layup. The Bulls have the lead 60 to 59 just that fast.
3: And the adjustment on defense is what did it. Brandon Stroud was at the top of the 1-3-1, and he deflected the over-the-top pass and created the layup by Jaden Reed.
2: Now Reed trying to stay in front of Tucker. They get it off to Lingard with 1-10 to go. Long distance three by Tucker misses. Cutrell with another offensive rebound. And a foul by Brandon Stroud. and that's going to be the eighth foul on the Bulls in this second half, and one and one free throw.
3: Yeah, these offensive rebounds may end up being the the stat of the game. Yeah, the 18th offensive rebound, I believe it is. Um, that's number 19. 19. Right now. Yep. Yeah, a huge factor in allowing the Roadrunners to. Uh, a factor in this game. So with 106 left and the Bulls leading by one, Cutrell goes to the line
2: for the front end of a one-and-one, and, one, and he misses it, and a rebound by Brandon Stroud.
3: Gets it off to Selton-Miguel. Wow, big miss right there. Winners win, Jim. Winners win. Let's see if it holds up. We're in the final minute. Jaden Reed
2: walks it into the front court, man-to-man defense out of the Roadrunners. Here's Chris Youngblood with it, out near midcourt. Shot clock down to 13. Off to Selton-Miguel, who can create one-on-one. Gets it back to Reed. Schockhoff is at seven. Crosses over, gets to the free throw line. Around two guys, throws it up high off the window, miss, tipped. Controlled by UTSA, 36 seconds to go. Ivy Curry, stuck in the backcourt with it. Lobs it ahead to Tucker. Bulls by a point, they get it off to Ivy Curry. Ball fake, he's going to drive it into the paint, right into Youngblood, who blocked it, it's into the hands of Youngblood, saves it. But he was stepping on the baseline when he saved it back in. 24 seconds left to go, the Bulls clinging to a one-point lead. Tucker looking to throw it in. He's got Ivy Curry wide open on the left wing. Sets his feet, fires a three. That misses and a
3: rebound by Cason Pryor. And he gets hit hard with 20.9 left. Boy, Curry was wide open. And he was wide open. And Cason Pryor was the guy jumping like a pogo stick on the inbound. And he ends up being the player who gets the rebound. Huge, huge rebound by Cason Pryor, who now has 10 for the game. Double, and double. A double, double. Another Again. double, double for Cason Pryor. Yep.
2: That's only the fifth foul on UTSA, and now there's a sixth foul on UTSA. So again, they can't put the Bulls at the free-throw line quite yet. Officials are talking this over. This foul was out near midcourt. Jose Placer thinks he's going to come in the game here for the Bulls for Brandon Stroud. That's for free-throw shooting purposes, I would think, more than anything. They're going to do an official review here, and they could give a flagrant one if, if a UTSA player grabbed a Bull coming back to the ball to you know, an intentional hold. So, with 20.9 left, and the Bulls leading 60 to 59, a
3: flagrant run in this situation yeah. would be incredible. Yeah, and if there was incredible. anybody, if
2: there was anybody here, they'd be mad. But there's, <laughs> yeah, but or there's, anybody that maybe just, knew what they were
3: watching. Yeah, there's just, oh so not goodness. many people here. There's 1,500 yeah. people in on this building, yeah. and and uh, they don't appear to be uh, poised to claim a win over a first place team. But boy, this. Is huge if they were actually looking at maybe calling a flagrant one. Chuck Jones is coming over to talk to our, to the TV
2: crew, Lake. and Joey got a word in, or an ear on that.
3: Flagrant one, he pulled the jersey out. Two on 11. That's Lingard on prior. What a colossal mistake wow. by the Roadrunners. Wow.
1: You know, when you go from playing before 10,500 to, well, 9,000 less than that, the atmosphere did. Lack, but you heard it. Missed front end of a one and one on their end. Their leading score, Jordan Ivey Curry, a wide open three off a timeout. And they make more threes than anybody in the league. No good. Fate, whatever you want to call it, stuff is favoring the Bulls. They're making a lot of their own fate. And Amir Abdurrahim sat down with the guys afterwards. And get ready to hear a little Alex Golish back from after the Alabama game in the middle of this.
0: They fought tonight, and, I mean, they battled. You know, they battled in a big way. Wasn't pretty whatsoever. Um, but you know what? Like, to, to to become the program that we plan on becoming and that we're on our way to becoming, you ha- like, we've, we've learned to win a lot of different ways, and that's part of becoming a champion. Every game isn't going to be a blowout. Every game isn't going to be where you shoot, you make 15, 16 threes or whatever it is. And tonight we found a way. You know, we found a way tonight. We went four for 23 from three, all right? We, we I, I don't think we'll ever shoot the ball like that again. And we found a way.
3: So as, as you were coming down the stretch, you close it with an 11-0 run to win this game. And there were various points in those last few minutes where words were ringing in my ear from our good friend Alex Golish, winners win. That was quite a valiant effort against the 10th ranked team in the country. What are your overall impressions, what you saw? Yeah, valiant efforts are for losers. Winning is for winners. Asked me that on the radio. Man, valiant effort. Valiant efforts are for losers. Moral victories are for losers. That's what losers say. Winners win.
0: Winners win. Winners win down the stretch. A.G. knows what he's talking about, man. All right, don't forget that. I know but that. But, no, they do. You know, But and, and, and to add on to that, winners win, but young men with high character win, right? And those guys, again, like we said earlier in the year, they, it's so many times this year they could have folded they could have splintered, but again, every time it gets tough, you know they choose to, to to remain a team. But again, we talked about this a few games ago. Challenge and adversity are looking for you, are looking for you around every corner, and when it finds you, you better you better find each other. And boy, did they find each other! Just
1: amazing. Another great line from Joey. will take us to the break here, and then we'll preview what's going on on Sunday. We'll give you some highlights from women's basketball from last night's softball. Tell you what's happening with. All those sports this weekend, baseball, hosting four games, track and field, tennis, golf, a lot still to come on Bulls Beat.
3: We're going to sprint to the airport and get the heck out of town and try to forget about it.